Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Disclaimer. This recording is not intended to be utilized as medical advice or a medical diagnosis. If you think you're in need of medical attention or treatment, please seek it immediately. This recording will also contain sensitive subjects such as binging and purging, weight and depression. Please listen at your own discretion and do what you think is best for you. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I hope that you guys are doing well. I'm just going to dive right into this episode. This is a no-nonsense episode. I want to talk about getting back on track. This is for people basically that have had either a bender, like really long bender. Maybe they've you've been on a week long bender or a two month long bender of binging, binging and purging, or you've just been on vacation and that vacation you ate nonstop, or you just had a weekend where you were overeating to the max. Whatever it is, you kind of just ate like shit the whole time, whether it's binging and purging or not, and you feel like you need to get back on track. I'm doing this partly because I have a few clients been on vacation recently, and they did actually pretty well, but near the end of it, they felt like they were eating a bit more than they wanted to. And then also I, myself, I just went to a wedding over the weekend for my cousin and which was, it was a really sweet wedding, but I totally had like three or four pieces of a cake one day at the wedding and they were, they weren't huge pieces, but there was no, I did not need to have four pieces of cake. Let's be honest. Let's be real. However, it didn't make me feel very good, even though it was quite fun at the time. Although I did notice that the, the fourth piece of cake, I was like, this kind of sucks. Why am I still eating this? And I just noticed it was just the law of diminishing returns was kicking in. And I'm like, this isn't very good anymore. And that's when I stopped. And that's the power of mindful eating. Yes, I did four, eat four pieces of cake. Yes, maybe that freaks you out. But, you know, it didn't continue for days on end. It didn't end up in binging and purging. I didn't eat the whole damn cake all those things. But anyway, I'm saying this because the wedding, as fun as it was, it was like a three-day event. Quite, it was cool for my cousin, but it was a lot of like meals and eating food that I wasn't used to. I felt more bloated after that. I felt more blah and that sort of stuff. And then airport food we had as well, lots of traveling, lots of water retention. So I myself feel a little bit like, uh, I don't feel super good. And I just thought I wanted to give people advice on what to do. This is what I'm doing this week. And hopefully you don't do anything stupid (laughs) from this episode, right? My hope is that it's going to help you not do anything that's going to set you back even further. So the first thing is don't do anything drastic. Don't go on a juice cleanse or buy one of those four-day detox things. Just don't do it. You don't need to drink soup only like bone broth for a week. I, I've, I've literally had people do that before. And it's just, I the idea is tempting. You will feel different if you only drink tea for three days. You're definitely going to feel lighter. You're definitely going to feel a bit more lean. That's for sure. But is it going to last? Mm, I have my doubts, right? Those sort of things, they're very temporary. They're very drastic. And I don't think they should be used pretty much ever, unless there's a medical need, which I don't know why there'd be a medical need, or you're in some sort of competition, in which case that's promoting more disordered behaviors that aren't normal in daily life. The reason that you don't want to do anything drastic is it's just going to rebound so hard. You're much more likely to rebound. I mean, maybe you won't. There is that 
1% chance, but you're much more likely to rebound and rebound hard and, and with the pendulum will swing in the other way. And you're going to be hungrier. You're going to be more agitated. That feeling of being light and, and lean is going to go away pretty quickly. And it's just going to be pretty unsustainable. And you never learn how to just get back to a regular routine and stuff like that. So just don't recommend it. Plus a lot of those things aren't very good for you. I mean, you probably shouldn't be drinking detox teas and stuff all the time. It can't be good for your kidneys. It can't be good for your system. It's just not the best thing to be doing unless you've been medically advised by a physician, a qualified physician to do so. So don't do that. And then the second thing is settle back into routine. And I know some of you guys don't have the best routine, but even if your routine is still not ideal, it's probably going to do better than going on a juice cleanse long-term. Your Whatever your routine was before with food, with your schedule, if you can settle back into that. You're much more likely to see sustained results over time than you are doing something that you can't upkeep and weren't doing before vacation and certainly aren't going to be able to upkeep after vacation. I just think settling back into your routine is much less likely to have you crashing and burning. Even if it's not ideal, it's going to be a little bit more steady than what you're used to. I find a lot of people too, when they've gone on vacation and eating tons and tons of food, again, even if the routine wasn't ideal before, having some sort of structure and routine back in their day makes them feel better. It's a grounding experience. You know, on Monday, yesterday, it was just a fucking awful day, even though it was my first day back, supposedly in routine, but it's because everything wasn't in routine. I had like, my dog had to go to the ER. He's okay. He just said he needed to get his stitches redone because he ripped them open again. And then I had tech issues. It's just everything was up in the air and it felt like chaos because nothing was in control. Nothing was in routine. And so a lot of us then try to turn to food to get a routine back. But really it was just sometimes your life is where you can gain control and gain it quickly. And that usually makes you feel better. Today, I feel much better because it's predictable routine schedule happening. And that even if nothing else changed, usually helps people. So try that. And then um, the other thing, this the third thing is think sleep, water, gentle movement. Like I want you to prioritize about anything else, sleeping as much as possible, getting enough water and hydration, and then also some gentle, gentle movement. Obviously, if you're feeling ruined to go, like hit it hard in the gym. I know I love a good lifting session, but if you're tired from traveling, especially if you've crossed time zones or you've just been on a binging and purging bender, you know, it could be unsafe to go into rigorous exercise. So just try to focus on what feels good. Even if it's a gentle walk or yoga, do something that gets the body moving and the blood flowing. It's going to help you think more clearly. It's going to help you feel a little bit better because you're doing something, you're moving around instead of just staying in your apartment with food, old food packages everywhere. That's not going to make you feel very good, but going and walking around will make you feel a lot better, even if that's all that you do. And then also sleeping. Like People always want to throw sleep under the rug. Something I did yesterday after such a fucking awful day as I went to bed around 8.30, 9 o'clock. Like I went to bed super early and I was had intentions to wake up at five because I had work to do, but I just slept till seven. I slept for what, 10 hours, basically. It was excessive, but I feel a lot better today because I've gotten proper sleep. And over the weekend, I didn't sleep as much. My sleep is probably impaired by various activities and stuff like that. So sleep, don't underestimate how much it can help. If you can't sleep all the time or have a solid straight hours of sleep due to having kids or something, or you're a night shift walker, I don't know, but take naps if you need to. They're not ideal, but as long as you can get that shut eye in, that's going to be helpful. And then 
water, hydrate. You not believe how many people are just heat dehydrated all the time. Just drink enough water. If you don't like water, put some flavoring into it, put a little electrolyte mix into it, whatever, but drink enough water. All right. And then after that, fourthly, consistently eat and consistently eat enough. Now, I say this over giving you recommendations about what to eat for a reason. One, or the, and the reason being is that regardless of whatever you're eating, having again a structure and a consistent meal times, like whole actual meals where you have a start, a stop and an end is probably going to be better for your system than whatever you were doing before. Uh, for me, I was eating the meal and then I had all the cake. It was just an extended eating period that made my digestive system feel not so great. And at the other party, there were hors d'oeuvres and then there was a meal and then there was dessert. It was like an eating event that took three hours. I find that usually when people have actual proper meals where their digestive system has a start time and then it has time to process that food and rest, usually they feel better regardless of what they're eating. I'm not saying don't include some greens in there, some fresh fruits, some citrus, whatever, and stuff like that. I don't, I don't think you should probably just continue eating whatever food you were eating before is making you feel bad. But even more so than what you're eating, I think it's far better to just focus on consistently structured eating. Some people, they love eating three meals a day. I usually am better with three meals a day plus a snack or two, usually in the afternoon. But for you, it might be different. If you're in the fresh and beginning of recovery, maybe you're under eating, you might need to eat more often than someone else. But whatever schedule it is, try to stick back to it. A crucial component of recovery is always eating enough and eating consistently. It's going to keep your hunger levels at bay instead of being ravenous, going to keep you less likely to binge, keep you stable, more mentally clear, and build that abundance with food. You're not going to feel as scarce about food. You're going to be less likely to overeat or have, you know, this all or nothing eating because you feel like it's the last chance to get something. There's just so many benefits to eating enough and eating consistently. It can't go <laughs> this. If you don't take anything away from this podcast, this is the one thing you want to take away from it. Is there anything else I want to say about that? I And again, I, I'm not trying to knock snacking or something like that or nutrition. It is important to maybe have some help, some greens in there and stuff like that. But when you're snacking all day, when you just don't have any solid meals and you're just eating from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., you feel like crap. So your digestive system's just working on overload. You don't even know what all you've eaten. You've probably overeaten because you're not really understanding what's going on, all these things. So I cannot say this one enough eat enough and eat it consistently. All right. And the last thing I want you to do is reflect on why the bender happened and what you can do next time. This is not your opportunity to beat yourself up or be mean to yourself or be like, woe is me. I'm such a terrible person. Look, I messed it up again. It's important to just identify what went on. What was really the cause for me with a cake? It was good. I actually haven't had cake in a while. And I just, it was the pleasure of food for me. I was like, ooh, let's let's have some blueberry carrot specialty cake. And it felt like a special event. It had that kind of urgency and scarcity going on. That's what it was. And so probably would have been helpful for me in that moment is when I got my second piece of cake, being super mindful about it and recognizing that there's going to be cake tomorrow because we're going to another event. If I really want more of this cake, I can have it made and order it to my home. And also when I was going for the third piece of cake, that's when I probably should have paused and questioned, hey, 
what's going on here? Why are you having it? And if you are going to have it, let's be super mindful. And it wasn't until the fourth piece of cake that I really recognized, unfortunately, that this doesn't taste that good anymore. Why am I still eating this? For you, maybe there's that scarcity built up. Maybe there's the urgency of our own vacation. Nothing counts on vacation. This is the only chance we can do. Maybe if you've been on a bender, it's we're already on a bender. So we might as well just enjoy it while we're here. And when we can't stand it anymore, then we'll get better. You have to identify your reasons. For me, it was just the pleasure of food. And also there was a thought there I noticed of like, it's not a big deal. We can, like nothing bad is going to happen. And that was true. Nothing bad happened other than me feeling a little bit crappy this week. But maybe it's worthwhile noting the next time I go, I'm going to go see one of my childhood friends next week. I'm going to go visit her over in Washington. And I will be a little bit more mindful with, I'm sure she loves food. I'm sure that we're going to have some excellent meals over there, but I'm definitely going to be more mindful because even though nothing bad happened, I didn't like feeling that way. I didn't feel like feeling overly full from cake and I didn't like the sugar crash and I didn't like how it affected my sleep. So those are the consequences for me. And next time I'm just going to be a little bit more mindful and remind myself too that just because we're having this now doesn't mean we can't have this again. We can totally order it. It's always available. I didn't do a good job at that wedding reminding myself that it's always available. And it's so funny because obviously I have fun foods, but there's still a little bit of that mindset there. And if you don't, if you're not present with it, it will come back to you. So you, mindfulness always helps even when you're in much further in recovery like I am. But identify what happened and consider what you could do moving forward and then make a plan. Also, it goes without saying, this is a little bonus thing, but don't try to make up for what happened in any way, shape, or form. Just try to jump back into routine as much as possible. I like to use debt as an example. Most people that are in debt, if you want to create a debt payoff plan, you don't want to just go and make huge lump sum payments towards the debt unless you can afford to do so. Maybe if you have a little money sitting aside, you'll do that. But for the most part, financial advisors will really look at your budget and probably advise you to make small sustainable payments over time while also controlling your budget and what your spending habits are. And that's going to equal being debt free over time. And it's going to be more sustainable and actually leave you debt-free long-term because you know how to spend your money. This is the same thing. Instead of trying to make up for what happened, you can't change what happened. There's nothing that's going to change what occurred. But what you can do is change your actions moving forward and make sure that you don't try to have the pendulum swing the exact opposite way by taking even more drastic action that's just going to put you further in the hole. You don't want to do that. Don't make up for it. Just forgive yourself. Move on. It's a-okay. It's not the end of the world and you will survive. All right. I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I am doing a few exciting things you're going to hear about soon. I do want to say that my private coaching practice is completely full as of right now. I will probably have spots opening up in June, so this month. But if you would like to work with me one-on-one, I'd advise booking a consult soon so we can start as soon as availability opens up, but I don't know when that will be. And then also the Binge Breakers Bulimia Recovery Program is obviously up and running and you can join that at any time. It's a group coaching program. Changes are coming to that program soon. I'm redoing lots of stuff, so that's exciting. But if you want help from me and you want to work with me, you can always go to my website at bingebreakers.com and find the information for that there. And is there anything else? No, I don't think so. I think that's about it. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your life, okay? Don't forget to get your head out of the recovery zone and the self-help zone and just like look up and look, go cloud gazing or something this weekend, okay? It's not all about like improving. It's about living and enjoying your life. All right. Have a good book on yourself. Bye.